Oh yes You know what time it is It's time For the 3 in 1 podcast Joining us From Cleveland, Ohio Please give it up for Mr. Pivot himself International Ian Lamont Morgan Man I get so excited I want to line dance When we come on the pod There's a lot of line dances I don't know though We can get into that later <laughs> yes, I, the Detroit Shuffle. I'll, yeah, if it's not the Electric Slide or uh, I, I'm blanking on the name of the other one where they give you the moves, I don't remember. The Wobble. The Wobble. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, oh the Cha Cha Slide. I definitely don't know the Cha Cha Slide. Um, okay. And here in the capital city, it's your boy. They call him <clears throat> the Black Malika Andrews because he's underappreciated and underpaid. <laughs> It's your boy Malcolm Morgan Oh yes So everybody You know I don't have copyrights to Boys and the Men songs So can't just be out here just playing them All willy nilly but It is A day that I hoped wouldn't come But it's okay that it did This is the finale episode Of the 3 in 1 podcast Such sweet sorrow. I feel like Fresh Prince, that last episode, oh standing in that empty house. So I'm a, maybe I'm a weirdo. Like every time I watch, like there's certain finales that like get me, and that's one that's always like makes me sad because it was like an era for me watching Fresh Prince on TV. That was like my favorite, that was my favorite show. So every time that last episode comes on, he's standing in the room, look around. I'm just like, well, <laughs> right, right. You just waiting for uh, <laughs> waiting for Jeffrey to come in with like a quip or something, and it's not happening. And it's so funny because, yeah, like, man. Obviously, Will Smith's life was not over; like it got better from there. So it's not yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> but that that iteration of Will, yeah, man. No, it was tough. It was, that was real. Yeah, bro. It, it it feels that way for me, man. Um, yeah, it's it's hard to turn out the lights, but like. Just like Will Smith's life, <laughs> you know, you turn out, <laughs> you turn out, you turn out the lights on one thing, and uh, you just believe it better is coming, man. It's true, it's very true. I mean, Will had some in the. We want to get really deep dive into Fresh Prince. That's what this last episode is going to be. Just a deep dive into Fresh Prince. There's so many questions that were left unanswered at the end of that show. <laughs> was, Where is Lisa? Right. What happened to Lisa? They were they would they they didn't even break up. They just didn't get married. They're like, now is it the right time? And then we never saw Lisa again ever. Yeah. Did Jewel ever become faithful? <laughs> <laughs> or is she still leapfrogging men? What happened to Ty, his other best friend? Yeah. Oh wait, wait. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey man. <laughs> they killed him off. He went on a, <laughs> it, it's, um, they went on a game show because him and Jazz was fighting over who was Will's best friend. And I guess Jazz won because we never saw that again. That game show had an incredible stake. Because <laughs> Ty lost. And he was never heard from again. Why did Tyra Banks never have any successful acting gigs after Fresh Prince? Well, <laughs> I think we know the answer to that. Cause she, can't she was a terrible actor. She's absolutely like, terrible. Um, Every single time, but she was she worked because she was surrounded by that cast. Though. She did, she did. I mean, and because she was Tyra Banks, so that too. I get you something. Touche. Um, shout out to uh, Ime Doka, married to Nia Long, who played Lisa on The Fresh Prince, getting his first head coaching job with the Boston Celtics. See sports tie-in. You're welcome, wow. fans. 
So only yeah. here on three and one will you get only that. here on three and one. So there's so much we've been off for three weeks and we're not going to talk about any of the stuff we've been. Well, maybe a little <laughs> bit. Maybe we'll talk a little bit about it. But the focus of this is just to celebrate the last three seasons. Um, let me get the Good actual math. the actual amount of episodes. We are actually this is episode 37, I believe, of our third season. Third season. Which, because of the NBA schedule and how fast the NFL was coming, may have just never started a fourth season. It may have just been the longest third season. The longest third season ever. <laughs> um, we did, eight, bruh, this is our 81st episode. Wow. Our 81st episodes. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, for me, it's, it's, it's bittersweet because this is the first podcast I ever did. This was the first idea I had. And it and it really blossomed from there. Like it was as soon as I thought of, I want to do a sports podcast because I want to talk about sports. And I was like, well, I want to do it with just anybody. And so I picked my brother Ian and good friend of mine, Keith. Who I don't did you know Keith prior to us recording? Uh, not no. Like I knew of, I think um, maybe some like OU stuff at some point in time, but. Definitely was my hard introduction to the legend that was uh, K. Dot Turner. <laughs> yeah, and so you know, we I, I pitched the idea, and everybody seemed like they were they were on board with it, and we and then we uh, kind of talked through what it would look like, what it would feel like, what it would how we would do it, and then we started those test recordings. And oh my, yeah, if I ever get into a blackmail mood, let's put out those test recordings. <laughs> Was it was it that bad? No. Well, I mean, there's, there's the one. There's the one standout ep- oh, episode. Yeah. We've, okay, we've referenced it on the pod before. No one's ever heard it. They probably never will. This would just probably be something that stays between us. But uh, Ian fell asleep during one of our recordings. This was a y'all gotta record. understand. Y'all gotta understand. <laughs> I was not geared and ready. A lot of different. I mean, new, I think we we had just maybe had Levi, and so I don't think it was, it was that. Just, I don't uh, think it was that late. I mean, you had Levi during the podcast, but it was it was pre Levi, post Josiah though. I think. Well, JoJo was enough. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that was hilarious. Though I can't, I cannot lie. It's that moment when your friends got something on you. Forever. And they make it a point to laugh about it, Forever. and you you cannot refute that it was it's just golden material. It's, it really is. It's great material. I got <laughs> I got to find and burn those files. <laughs> well, I have them, and you can't burn them. Um. So yeah, that was that's a moment that sticks out. Any other moments you can think of, whether it's a take, whether it's whatever <laughs> that you that you remember from the last three seasons. Oh, there's so many. There's so many. Um, all right. <laughs> so one is the fact that not only did I fall asleep, but I woke up and tried to continue yes. like, in the conversation. Yes. <laughs> um, and I still maintain my Coach K take <laughs> was, it was brilliant. It was strong. We were not talking about Coach K anymore. So that was the, <laughs> that's the, the, yeah, the just, funny thing about that episode was we were sitting there and Ian just starts talking about Coach K. I think we were talking about boxing or so I can't even remember. And me and Keith are both kind of like, wait, what? 
I just really felt like we shouldn't have moved on so quickly from <laughs> Coach K. No, man, that's that's hilarious. Um, I, I don't think I, I could have ever anticipated um, so many Rajon Rondo drops. Absolutely, uh, yes, on the pod. But I knew how much Malcolm loved Rondo, mm. and so it's really um, it's really unfortunate we did not record during the uh, Clippers series where he was pivotal. In uh, uh, holding he, the Clippers he, together, he was as important as Ty Lue let him be, and he did have some stat lines that were important. Anyway, uh, <laughs> no man, Keith's constant and consistent blowups about the Cincinnati Bengals mm. probably, probably my favorite. I mean, knowing that the Bengals went out and sucked the day like the the week before. I had so much anticipation for every time we came on the pod after that. It was like a it was like a progression with the with the Bengals. It started out with um frustration and then it was depression mm. where they kinda sunk down and then it was hopefulness where they got Joe Burrow and then Joe Burrow yeah. got hurt and it was kinda like back to depression again <laughs> and not talking about it anymore. <laughs> it was it's the fact that Joe Burrow couldn't just get hurt. He had to have his knee like mangled and right. his leg almost torn off. It was just it's the Bengals for you. It's the ghost but of he Bengals stayed, past. you know, he stayed a fan, you know. Yeah. Shout out to Mike Brown. Shout out. No, we're not shouting out. We'll shout out to Black okay. Mike Brown. Shout out to the Black Mike Brown. The Black, okay, gotcha. <laughs> um, I still, let's see, what other, I remember the the latest argument we had was about the Chiefs versus the uh, Steelers wide receiver, wide receiving core, um, which I still think is ludicrous. Um, I still remember Keith's take that Russell Westbrook will never win a championship, which he may not have been wrong, but he was just so intense about it. Um, <laughs> I, I, I still don't know what Russ did to that I man. I don't know. But... It was so. It was so. So real. Um, our first, in, our first and only interview <laughs> with uh, with our boy Adetunji Adetipe, um, champion. Um, assistant GM of the Lakeland Magic of the NBA G League. Um, yeah, man. We had tried a couple other ones. Didn't quite work out. Um, and we didn't have Tunji back for a return before we before we stopped. So that he holds the title as the first. I was going to say, who's the best guest? He's the only guest yeah, we ever had. He, he was definitely our best guest. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, man. Yeah, I mean, I think the other big thing is just this was you know, a part of our, at least a part of my week where I could look forward to just talking about all the things uh, that we're seeing throughout the week or throughout two weeks in sports and, and just getting together with you guys and, and having fun for usually what ended up being 45 minutes to an hour. What people don't know is that, um, and honestly, like the times and days we record, like they were very, it just kind of depended on what was going on with our, our lives. I mean, we're three, Husbands, you know, uh, we're fathers. We were, you know, heavily involved in some other activities, you know, in the community, in the church. I mean, we are rounded individuals. You know, we're not one trick pony. So scheduling and everything probably put Malcolm through the uh, through the gauntlet of uh, trying to figure out and head and administrate. But man, always did an amazing job. Um, but yeah, man. I mean, just just. Through all of that, like you said, it, it became a, a highlight. Um, 
And even through, you know, looking at stuff beforehand and getting on, like, we would always get on there, there'd be a moment we ended the pod, but sometimes it would still be hard to <laughs> hard to stop talking. Mm-hmm. Um, and, man, yeah, it, it became a necessary thing, just decompressing. Because, you know, dealing with these women. <laughs> All right, I'm, I'm not No, go ahead and finish. I'm, I'm interested to see where that was going to uh, go. No, because that's the one you would clip out. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be the, the the finale episodes when we get canceled. That'd be great. Go ahead, no, go ahead. That's right. That's right. <laughs> no, man. I it's it's yeah. It's, it's definitely been a pleasure. Um, and knowing that all of my takes were right, it just makes it even better. You know. Yeah, I can think of one from this basketball season that wasn't right. See, here we go. Which one? Uh, you said the Warriors were going to make the playoffs and we're going to be like good. The Warriors made the play in. That's not the playoffs. Ah, uh, they made the postseason. No, that's not the postseason. <clears throat> they kind of died in the game. It, oh. Yeah, that's just a. Yeah, it's just a. For stats purposes, it's a just a regular season. Game. They made the advanced regular season. Uh, um, they were on the bracket. They were on the no, they weren't on the bracket. They didn't make the bracket. They were, they were, yeah, because they had all the playing games on the bracket. Uh, they did not. I can assure you. I'll send you the graphic. And not I only was, did you I said was, they were going to be good, is what you said. Also, I mean, Steph was great. Steph, yeah, <laughs> I, we agreed on that. We agreed on that. It was just that other stuff you talking about that didn't make any sense. Man, I know my wrong takes are abundant. I uh. I was one year early on Phoenix because I said they'd be good last year. Um, and they were good in the bubble. They were good in the that, bubble. That was about it. But uh, now here we are. It just goes to show my, my, my yeah, the I premonitions am. I've had uh, by way of three and one. I, you all have been in for a treat, and uh, you're welcome. I am the one and only three and one podcast fantasy football champion. Thank you. The one and only. <laughs> There will, there will never yeah. be another. I will continue to be the reigning champion. I, you, you will be the the reigning, yeah. un, the, the undisputed three and one football undisputed. fantasy. I, I, am effect, I am effectively retiring from fantasy football as the champion. So, no <laughs> one so never again. I am I am undefeated in three and one <laughs> fantasy football leagues. Uh, by way of injuries, but all right. <laughs> okay. No, I mean we all had a bunch of injuries. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, you yeah, had some. You know, we I don't want to dive too deep into that fantasy draft, but you had some interesting uh, picks you made in that one. Man, we we got to go through hard knocks for the Cleveland Browns. Yes, <laughs> um, and we will miss hard knocks for the Dallas Cowboys. Oh, that's gonna be. It should be good. I I, I will say it, it should, should be, good. be good when Zeke comes in there, three hundred and fifty pounds and. Okay, why? Why is he? Why is he playing? Instead, instead of fake, instead of fake eating out of a out of a plate, it'll be a real plate he's eating out of. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. He is washed, but <laughs> I don't know. They said he's looking good in training. Everyone camp. says that. No they one do. says Zeke looks bad, y'all. Oh my god, y'all wouldn't even believe how bad he looks. <laughs> you. I'm trying to think if I've ever heard somebody just look terrible like even Jamarcus Russell when he was, was, was a billion pounds him. nobody was like oh he looks so bad <laughs> oh man <laughs> they're all oh the optimism of July oh his arm looks live everything else looks dead <laughs> but his arm looks live 
<laughs> oh man, the cannon. <laughs> um, let's see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I don't know where to go to next. So, Ian, what's what's next? Let's talk about that. Actually, first, before we do that, let's shout out our brother Keith, who was with us for three and a half seasons. Yes. Yeah. Um, you know, had a baby girl and work and COVID and all those things and had to step away. But we would be remiss if we did not talk about our brother Keith and give him his flowers. Yeah. Um, Keith, his beautiful wife, Dom, Avon. Man, it was a pleasure, pleasure, pleasure to be able to break bread um, and to, man, the number of things that Keith just disliked. Yes. Are so great. Basically um, anything so, oh, before uh, football season was over. For, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Uh, it was always great hearing Keith. I mean, there, every now and again, he'd have a super passionate basketball take. Russell Westbrook. It, it, usually Russell Westbrook. <laughs> usually. <laughs> but, uh, no, man, I, I, I definitely uh, – it, it's been a treat. It's been a treat. The energy you brought just um, – yeah, different angle, different perspective, man. And, uh, yeah, yeah, learned a lot from you guys. Yeah. And so the question – well, before we get to that, <clears throat> let's do some quick sports stuff since we haven't really talked about too much. Who do you have mm. in the finals? Bucks, Suns. I'm going to sleep in this finals. This is weird. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, no, no. I, it is cool to see two small market teams. Um Bucks, of course, it's it's wild to think that they will probably run Giannis out there. Uh, he looks. Um, they said he's doubtful for game one. Yeah, and honestly, before <laughs> before they were saying, oh, you know, if uh, he wouldn't play game six, but if there was a game seven, he would play. So there's just a lot of swirl and different things. But I mean, when you hyperextend your knee to that extent, you know, there's I don't know, there's levels to hyperextension, mm-hmm. so. Uh, I think he, of course, him playing as the X Factor. Um, I am rooting thoroughly for the Suns. Um, I do want to see Chris Paul get this ring. Um, I, I think it's an amazing story for him to be in year sixteen mm. and to uh, and to be, you know, approaching uh, NBA title. Uh, um, so I, I I want him to join those ranks because he really is one of the best point guards we've ever seen. And uh, I think he was taken for granted for a lot of years. Yeah, I agree. I, I think I'm rooting for. I think I. Th- I think I'm leaning towards the Suns. I mean, they're the healthiest team. They've probably been the best team and most consistent team in the playoffs this year. Here's what I'm not looking yeah. forward to: is one of these teams next year, when the season is not going well, to be able to say, "Well, we're the champions, and everything's got to go through us." And then they get blasted in the first or second round of the next year's playoffs. <laughs> I'm not looking forward to that. Uh, you think you think that it's it's in stone that these this is a, a fluke year? Well, I, well, I, I don't want to say that because it takes for every every season it takes a certain amount of luck to make it to the finals. I mean, there's True. injury luck, you know, what's going on with other teams, all those things matter. Um, but especially with this this Bucks team is very flawed, is very very flawed, um, and they could just as easily have been out against the Nets. And then we're talking about a whole different situation for them. For Bud is probably gone. Yeah. Um, maybe some other changes on the horizon. But you know, they, they were they were one toe away. They were one toe They're away. Going off. And uh, um, so I, I just think that 
especially if it's the Bucks next year, they're going to be all this, oh, we're the champs, and then they're just going to, it's just going to be a regular Bucks season next year, and we're going to see them get bounced in the second round by the Sixers or something, and it'll just be all back to normal. Um, yeah. And for the Suns, I mean, Chris Paul might not be back next year. Who knows? Who knows what he wants to do? Uh, Are they the crazy if they don't resign him? Well, I don't know if it's it's not completely up to them. I mean, if, if he didn't want to be in Phoenix, if he wants to go, especially if you feel like you want a championship and you want to go, you know, play wherever you want to play and live where you want to live, you know, that's one of those things. Nah. It'd be, I don't know. To me, it'd be wild if he didn't run it back with the team he's had the most success with in Kawhi his Leonard. career. I, I get, agree, agree. Kawhi's just cut a little different, though. He's uh, cut very different. <laughs> you, you, you see the shoes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, yeah, man, I mean, it, it, it's really tough to, to, to gauge the, the, the actual power rankings uh, in this NBA, especially with the variance of injuries. Um, yeah, I still And think... everybody had to make it. Go ahead. Everybody had to make it through, you know, some type of injury scenario to a star um, in their in their postseason run. That's what I will give credit to the Suns for pushing past the Lakers when yeah. they very easily could have folded when Chris Paul went out um, and was a shell of himself pretty much that whole series mm-hmm. uh, until maybe game seven. And then uh, the Bucks being able to close out. Yes, the Hawks, you know, you could say they're not formidable or not battle-tested, but they had shown the ability to be feisty and to close out games. So for yeah. them to be without Giannis for, for those few games, but they came in and it, it wasn't really close. Like they rushed them mm-hmm. um, and, and, and closed out that series. So I don't know. It'll be entertaining. I'm sure. What if the they Bucks to... win the championship without Giannis? Yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> Um, they one everybody had to get off a of coach bus back. I mean, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I mean, I think they're already stuck with him for probably a couple, another couple of years. <sighs> yeah, that's the that's the thing when your coach like overperforms and you're like, crap, we gotta resign him now. Yeah, Ugh, um, right, three year deal. Okay, <laughs> but I, I think it, it shows that they they made some, you know, some solid moves. Drew Holiday has proven. Ugh, has proven to be, you know, a difference maker. And so that was a smart move on their part. And um, Chris Middleton, he, he's not the, yeah, I don't know. You, you're not going to put him on the billboard and sell millions of shoes. I don't know what it is about him. His face is long. Maybe that's what it is. But I don't care um, how you look. Get a bucket. He is, he is a walking bucket. He's a bucket. Here's what, you know? I, here's what I'll say. Let me. I'm gonna reframe my question. I'm not looking and, forward and, to the sports talk after if they win this championship without Giannis because it's just gonna be. Here. It's going to yeah. be the house on fire. Should they trade Giannis? Chris Middleton is the number one superstar in Milwaukee. <laughs> trade Giannis to the Bulls for Zach Levine. Like it's just gonna be a whole bunch of just ridiculous stuff. I mean, he may not be the number one starter. He may not be the. The freak of nature athlete there, but he is the more bankable player to to win ball games with, definitely. Um, and I think that that's been my critique pretty consistently is that 
Uh, yeah, all these, all that can be said about Giannis is in the postseason he has to have another guy that can get it done because he's going. I mean, for to his credit, he's going to get you to the the twenty five thirty just on sheer ability alone. But on the skill department, he has to have a highly skilled number two, and that makes you wonder who's who's really the number two if Giannis has to have a guy like that. Yeah, so at some level, I understand the the Giannis, um, the Giannis. What's the word I'm looking for? I don't want to say hate, but it feels like hate sometimes. But the man put up average thirty points a game and twelve rebounds against the Nets. He averaged. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they rolled in this series, but the tw- twenty four and f- and fifteen against and seven <laughs> against the Heat. Wow. Didn't even realize that sat line was that beautiful. Uh, and then against the uh, Hawks, average 27, 10, and 5. So, I mean, sure, he doesn't shoot it like we want it, like we want him to. He doesn't maybe have the diverse offensive game. But the man is effective at what he does. I don't know. Absolutely. He does what he does great. Ask yourself, how many of those series do they win if it's just him and not Chris Middleton? Well, yeah, no. Obviously, no, they don't win without. But you can say that with any number of teams and any number of people. Well, I mean, that's that's well, therein kind of becomes the tough part because they did win without Giannis. They did. They did. They did beat a Trey Hawk, a Trey Young West Hawks team. <laughs> I hear you, but even they, that team, they did. They did. You know, they, they did beat a Rajon Rondo left Atlanta. Okay. <laughs> okay, I'll I'll tell you this. <laughs> I'll tell you this. Uh, um, well, let's let's put it this way: How many times down the stretch was Chris Middleton the man that closed out those Hawks ball games? Most times, yeah. And could you and could you count on Giannis to do the same? No. Or even even if not scoring, to generate enough offense or lead them offensively, you know, to either sustain leads or come back. I, I don't disagree with that point. I, I think he's, I mean, Chris Milton is the closer. Here's, here's my counter to that point is that that's, that doesn't make Giannis not the number one, not the main guy. I mean, those, those Kobe Shaq Laker teams for the first three, three and a half quarters, it was Shaq. But when it was time to get a bucket in the fourth quarter, it was Kobe time. Yeah, I mean, and nobody was like, well, "Oh, Kobe's better than Shaq." Well, until the very end of that, and Kobe started to believe that. Still crazy. <laughs> um, and and so I think that's I think that's okay. Like, I don't I don't dock him for for that. He is what he is as a player. I would love for him to make to stop shooting threes all of the time. I don't want him to go Ben Simmons and not shoot ever for any reason. Um. And I would love for him to shoot free throws better. And it's kind of weird that it's, his free throw shooting has gotten worse. Um, it's kind of like LeBron's handle. It's just gotten worse with time, and I don't understand why. Um, I never thought he needed to develop the three as much as the mid-range. Yeah. I, and I think we actually saw some of that late in the Hawks series before he got hurt. Um, and by mid-range, like 12 feet, <laughs> not like <laughs> 16, 17. <laughs> Um, I mean, and, and listen, no, no hate on. I think what I hate is 
I, I don't like the hype. I got to be honest. Mm-hmm. I, I don't like the hype. Is been he's a much ballyhooed star, as if he is complete. And I'm like, yo, you know, I mean, I guess the MVPs were deserved. You know, I, I think it was. I think it was pretty accurate that he was the MVP. He put up no numbers, though. I mean, and that's the thing. So many other people put up numbers, and we'd be like, ah, it's not about the numbers. No, but they're winning too. I know it's not like Bradley Beal out here putting up numbers and they suck. And that's true. That, I mean, and they were in the playoffs, but barely. Gotcha. They were the tenth gotcha. seed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's wild. To be sitting here talking about tenth seeds and their playoff uh, run. Um, but we'll see. We'll, we'll, we'll see. see. I, I think I want to see Giannis develop. Um, By the but way, I am not. I'm not one of those people who are. I'm complaining so hard that I can't acknowledge what he does. Great. Absolutely. Um, also, interesting thing here: basketball reference nickname for Giannis, the alphabet. So take that and do what you want with that information. Um, yeah, I, I hate it. I hate all of it. <laughs> I, I love the basketball reference and random nicknames for people. It's pretty awesome. Um, I just, I mean, what, what does that even mean? <laughs> he has every letter <laughs> in the alphabet in his name, probably. I, I guess so. I guess uh, they call him the A to Z. He's the uh, he's the Alpha and Omega. The Alpha and Omega. Um, looking forward to to Cowboys um, to Cowboys Hard Knocks. Um, I think that's a good, obviously a good choice. It's America's team. It's Dak on his revenge tour. It's gonna be great. Um, it, uh, I gotta agree with Jim Brown that the Browns are America's team. But go ahead. Maybe Middle America's team. I don't know. About wow. Wow. Jim Rome is he Jim Rome? Was that a Jim Rome shout out? <laughs> it was a Jim Rome shout out. Rome is still burning. He's <laughs> still burning. You said it and it, I just let it go. And then I was like, wait a minute, Jim Rome? Right. <laughs> I had to hit it with the uh soldier boy. Jim Rome? Um and then uh, we haven't talked since the draft lottery. Cavs at number three. Yeah, man. How do you feel? Who do you want? What's going through? Uh, give us our, our, our cast insider take. Uh, just go ahead and, and pencil in. Um, I think it's Jalen Green. Jalen Green. I think uh, I think Houston might take him at two. Well, you're a hater, and uh, <laughs> no, no, no. I, I'm, I'm for whatever reason. It looks like Houston's really. I don't know. The, the talk is around Evan Mobley a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, well, yeah, the, the I things I've been reading is that they that they want to pair Kevin Porter Jr. and Jalen Green, and they think they could have a really good kind of dynamic scoring punch there. I I would hate them forever if they do. Um, I but it probably would be compelling. But what is Houston doing? You know, what, what's what's the plan ultimately? Who knows? I think so, they're going to trade Christian Wood for Dante Divincenzo and. Uh, <laughs> Probably. And Jeff Teague. <laughs> oh God! It is going to become the, the land of the Washington point guard. <laughs> and hand the keys to John Wall and just be like, "Take us there, John." Um, Man, yeah, I, th- I think you guys. But no, that, that'll be it'll be interesting. How about the uh, what is it? The Magic and the Warriors two picks. I mean, the, the, first, and the Magic uh, have are in a tough spot because. They the players they need are going to be gone or are it's going to be too high for them to take them at the spot. They need like scores and playmakers and 
and it's just all that's going to be available is more of those six, eight to six, nine wings that they already have 12 of. Do they need more scores? If they get, if they get Markel Fultz healthy and if Cole Anthony takes a step forward. Okay. First of all, we're counting on Markel Fultz to be a scorer. Are we really going to do that? We're good. I love, was, I'm excited. On track. I'm excited about Markel Fultz, but I'm not relying on Markel Fultz to be a scorer. <laughs> He's bankable. Is he? No, not at all. He was averaging 12 points a game in the eight games before he got hurt. I don't know if that's a score. I think if LeBron James is not a scorer, he's definitely Markel Fultz is definitely not a scorer. (laughs) This is all tied (laughs) to the fact that my preseason pick for most improved player was Markel Fultz. Oh, that was the kiss of death. I resent that, but (laughs) I understand it as well. By the way, Markel Fultz. Nickname on basketball reference, quick wash. <laughs> okay, we got to shut them down. <laughs> it, 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 this has got to end. No, I mean, I love them. Let's just get them to remove that, that, whole, that whole section because it's nonsense. Oh, oh my God. This is like the half the reason I get on basketball reference. Most of it is to look up stats. The other half is to look up random guys and their nicknames. What is quick wash? <laughs> What does that even mean? Uh, um, thank you, basketball reference. Um, yeah, the, the 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 Warriors are in a good spot because they can package. I think they could package some things. Um, you know, there, there's been a lot of talk about them getting Davion Mitchell from Baylor, um, a point guard who can kind of defend a little bit, do some things they don't have already. Um, or they might package seven and fourteen with James Wiseman and try to get a star. I don't know who, um, but. Yeah, man. And Orlando, I, I think they wished one of those picks was, was three or four. They had gotten to that top four um, because I think that one of the guys that they would be coveting would still be there. But, man, I think I think they may – I don't know who, but they may try to move up. Maybe – I don't know if the Cavs if, – if the Cavs want green and he's not going to be there, did the Cavs straight down and try to get more shots at, at some young prospects? I don't know. Oh, man, I really don't want to see that. But it's the Cavs. And so we'll, we'll see what the uh, the other Kobe will do. I resent that his name is Kobe. Kobe, but, uh, just call him Kobe. Yeah, man, it's gonna be interesting to see. You know how this, how this uh, after this shortened year and all of these injuries and this schedule that I still don't really agree with. I think they could have used another year of an adjusted timeline, I don't and then got back. The owners do not agree with that sentiment. I, I clearly, <laughs> they're definitely like you know, but it, it feels very plantationy to be like, yeah, just run on out there. I mean, we got Olympics coming up, and with the number of guys who are still going there, I just I don't want to have an injury riddle 2021 2022 season. But I don't. It, the prospects aren't looking good for us to avoid that. And we still haven't heard definitively what Kawhi Leonard's knee injury is. Um, which isn't there like some type of guideline where they have to actually disclose something? I feel at like some point? I feel like it's different with Kawhi. Like they have a different set of rules because they just be like, uh, Kawhi, okay, Kawhi's not playing today. Why? Yeah, he's, uh, he's, not. he's not playing today. <laughs> yep. Goodness, man! I mean, uh, the most ambiguous injury 
in the league so far. So far. Um, Shout out to uh, Mike Breen. Shout out to Mike Breen, by the way, one of the best calls in sports history again. Um, <laughs> Clippers, <laughs> I believe it was game four on the comeback trail. Crowds going crazy. <laughs> the show quiet. Oh, going crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Man, speaking of Mike Green, I, I feel like we have to mention, um, man, regards and salutations to Marv Albert. Yes, the legend. Man. The I Yeah, I mean, the guy who I wanted to say, it sounds strange, but the guy I wanted to say my name growing mm. up. Because... <laughs> that did sound strange, <laughs> right? <laughs> but, man, just all the big plays. Alan Iverson. I, I, that'll never, that'll never leave my consciousness. The way that he would, uh, the way that he would call those games. Yes. Put, put, right, <laughs> right, right. Man, but no, shout out to Marv Albert, man. It's, it's, it's kind of this weird period where he, who else? There was the, um, I mean, there was a uh, Craig Sager on TNT too. Who, yep. Who, uh, I don't know if he ever retired, but he passed away. I think he did retire. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they had like a. Uh, I'm not sure, but um, who else? Guys like Dick, Dick Stockton. Mm-hmm. Um, um, yeah, I, I'm I'm blanking yeah. on names right now too. But all those guys, yeah, all of them, who happen to be old white guys. But I don't care. I mean, listen, they're 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 the voice of some of these leagues, and who just you know brought color uh, to. <laughs> Brought color. They brought. They, they you, are, brought you are on it today. Let me tell you. They just brought so much. Uh, listen, we said it's the last one, but like, let's just unload the clip. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, but <laughs> they, they just they just brought plenty of animation yeah. and imagination to uh, to play calling, and I think that's a uh, we appreciate that, man. Absolutely. We have all those great NBC calls. Even Bob Costas, you know, all NBA of that. On the, NBA on, NBA on TNT. Can we get that back? Run it back. Run Can we bring that back? back? And they randomly and for play no the other reason. I just, just the song. They play I just, the, just want the song. You know they play it on, um, I think it's Fox, on Fox for their college basketball, I think. They play the NBA on TNT music, and it's the weirdest thing in the world. Cause it's, I don't like it. Because it's not an iconic voice. It's just some regional guy you've never heard of. Hey, this is Jim <laughs> This is Jim Johnson here live in, at Cincinnati's Bearcat Fieldhouse. <laughs> I'm like, ugh, stop. Oh, First of all, God. after the NBA and TNT music, you hear about four teams. Either the Bulls, the Knicks, the Celtics, or the Lakers. That's it. Yeah. NBA on TNT. Pretty much. You could change the other opponent, but one of them is one of those teams. <laughs> They definitely keep them in rotation. <laughs> All right, so we're 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 nearing the end. So, Ian, tell us a little bit, or if you have any, whatever your future plans are. What's next for international, Ian? Um, I wish there was some more international <laughs> that was on deck. Uh, we'll speak that. We'll speak that into existence. Oh my, Reg, but man, listen, Reggie, send the text. Am... Reggie, send the text. <laughs> For those who don't know, um, I'm I, I pastor a church on Cleveland side, and uh, very excited about continuing that journey um, coming out of pandemic, and and just wanting to be so much more community oriented, um, both inside the church and around the church. So that's a huge deal for me um, musically. Uh, just I've been working on some projects this summer. 
some things I'm excited uh, about releasing. Um, some things in July, some things maybe in August. Uh, some audio vis- video stuff. So make sure you follow me on the social medias and all such things. And then, I mean, August 13th, our third uh, child, our baby girl, well, our fourth, you know, we had an angel baby last year mm-hmm. and uh, we'll always honor that. But yeah, man, looking forward to having the baby girl. It's going to be a, a very fun-filled <laughs> next, next few weeks. Uh, over here on the Morgan side, but what about you, bro? I'm, well, first of all, I'm excited to meet my niece Ayana. It's going to be so hey, great hey, to hey, have hey, my little <laughs> <laughs> Ayana, Uncle Malcolm loves you. Um, and for those of you that don't know, Ian is—he's married to my sister, but he's my brother. And so this is literally my niece. This isn't just me just co-opting this person's child. <laughs> right, um, right. <laughs> um, for me, you know, this was this. So, you know, after ending this podcast, I'm still start the company Urban Arts Digital. This podcast was yeah. produced through. Um, I host a bi-weekly podcast with my wife. Let's talk about it. Um, we talk about, dope. talk about entertainment, relationships, faith, a little bit of everything. Just all those tough conversations. We just break it down, have some fun with it when we can. Um, so check us out on um, wherever you listen to podcasts, really. And you can also follow the company at Urban Arts Digital on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter for updates about upcoming shows that show and some other things i'm working on but i'm looking forward to doing some more with my company building that up i'm also a graphic designer um so i've been doing a lot of web design and graphic work so continue to do that and then ministry work being a a husband and um a son and all of those things so um yeah um you mentioned social media where can people follow you give us the give us the handles so we can keep tabs on what's going on with international ian as those international travels start rolling back in (laughs) Well, uh, right now I'm just, you know, on Facebook, uh, Ian Morgan. I don't have any fancy names, uh, nothing yet. Stay on the lookout for that. I might just change the whole situation. So Ian Big Booty um, Morgan. Yeah. Let's go. Oh, no. Uh, Instagram. <laughs> uh, I forget my handle. I really think it's IL Morgan 216. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. the one. Uh, IL Morgan two one six. Uh, you can follow me there. Uh, like I said, I'll be posting some content that's upcoming, and uh, of course, if there be anything next under the uh, Urban Arts Entertainment or um, Urban Arts Digital umbrella, uh, I always like to share those things there. I do check out the other pods, and uh, shout out to you, Malcolm Morgan. Doing some dope things, man, and uh, producing some great content, um, amazing graphics, everything. So y'all make sure y'all follow those pages because there's dopeness to be had um, um, and to support. So, but yeah, man, that's where you can find me online right now. Well, thank you for the love, Ian. And you can find me on Facebook, or not, don't follow me on Facebook. I don't want random people following me on Facebook. Um, <laughs> you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at malcolm.media malcolm d-o-t media on on twitter and instagram please don't follow me on facebook i am a little bit more judicious about my facebook because some of y'all is crazy and i don't want to see what y'all talk about um but twitter and instagram you'll get some some sports takes some of my media stuff and graphic stuff i'm working on um just regular life stuff you'll see a lot of pictures of my wife and my dog um you know, and I've continued to evolve as a content creator, and there'll be some stuff that is rolling out over the next few weeks and months. So, 
I think that's it. Is there anything else? Anything else we want to shout out before we leave? Man, there's so much, but it's hard to say goodbye. I, I, I think we've, I think we've covered it. Yes, I think we have covered it. Ben Simmons, looking forward to the Ben Simmons to uh, Cleveland trade for Colin Sexton. Uh, looking forward to Ben Simmons in the three point shootout next year. Oh God! Oh God! I wonder if he gets invites just because. He feels like petty, he feels like one of those random guys that would get an invite to the dunk contest, but he has like no dunks. He's just like doing like five windmills. That's it. Two hand tomahawk. <laughs> it's like uh, the college dunk contest. Like when you go back at not, not the college, the high school one. When you go back and look at LeBron James in the college or in the high school dunk contest, you're like, man, y'all really don't have any creativity. Like this is. It really wasn't impressive. Oh, he did a three sixty. <laughs> Nick, it's a windmill. You remember? So, okay, this is the last thing. <laughs> there was a somebody put a video up. I don't remember who it was. It was, you know, it was a McDonald's All American whatever dunk contest. The guy throws it up or bounces it off the floor, does a twerk, and then dunks it. Oh no! And it was like, nah. why? Did, why? <laughs> why? <laughs> I've, I've, I've never seen that. <laughs> I, I'll send you. It the doesn't clip. surprise me. It's though. like, oh, man, God. what? Who let this happen? Like who's like who wasn't in like his practice like bro don't do that that's don't do that just don't do that <laughs> it's like the it's like the um Carl Malone hand behind the head dunk like it's not like wow that's amazing oh yuck I forgot about that <laughs> uh, well for the final time you guys it's been fun and thank you to the fans for being on this journey with us. Interacting with us on social media, coming to our live uh, streams. Um, You never know what's next. There might be another iteration of this show that looks completely different. But the three in one, the three in one podcast, we're putting it to bed. And it's 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 a it's a hard thing, but it's the right thing. Um, So for the last time from Cleveland, Ohio, they call him Mr. Pivot. And we are speaking this into existence. International. Ian Lamont Morgan. To you all, a good night. And from the capital city, by way of several other places, it's been a pleasure to be your host. You can call me the Black Stuart Scott because I am the GOAT. This has been the 3 in 1 podcast, and, for, and we'll see you whenever we see you.